So, Bishchem, with everyone's permission, uh, happiest Wednesday. Um, so today's uh, shiur is dedicated to Nishmar, Al-Kabbat Shalinus, Racha Shem Tinechena Megan Eden, also Chanabat Shmuel, Racha Shem Tinechena, and also for all of the Israeli um, soldiers who, uh, who passed away, you know, for the state of Israel, fighting for Medinat Israel. Um, this shiur should be Lilu Nishmatam as well, and today on Yom HaZikaron, uh, where we commemorate their their memory. So, in this edition of Peleoetz, it has a new section of Avara Torah. In some editions, it's just a continuation of the last one, and it's the end of it, which will continue yep, next. Right. Um, the text is the same, though. We said that a person truly wants to come to the love and fear of Hashem, um, it is all in uh, consonance with and goes together with the amount that a person learns and the amount of Torah a person learns and, and Musa that a person The amount that he understands. Exactly. As, uh, there's a beautiful expression in Pirkei Avod. It says, En bur yerechet v'loam ha'aretz chasid. And it says, a, an ignorant person can never fear sin. He doesn't understand it. He doesn't understand it. Doesn't know what could, uh, what could possibly be wrong with what I'm with how I'm living. It's a says the more a person loves and fears fears God, he will come to love Hashem's Torah and he will come to love the mitzvot that He gave us. He says, how does a person show love for somebody? A person shows love by doing what his partner, the, uh, the person who he loves, what they love, you do what they love. That, that's what real love is, right? True love is not a, a it's not a, it's selfless, not selfless, right? Some people like to use the word love, but they don't really mean love. It is really, they just mean this relationship serves me at this time. It's what so, I want, not what you want. So, so, so that, that's not love. True love is if there's something that you enjoy, or there's something that you like, and I'm going, I, and I'm going. I, I, I would love to do that for you just to make you happy. That's what real love is. That's what true love is. So the more a person loves Hashem, a person loves to fulfill the Torah and the mitzvot because that is what Hashem desires from us. Right, from Kriyat Shema. Right? Yes, with yes, all yes, of his yes, heart, yes, with yes, all of his soul, yes, yes. And, and with everything he has. From Shira Shirim. He says, he says, great tremendous waters would not be able to extinguish the love that you feel. He says, and the more a person is in love with Hashem and is in love with the Torah, he is willing to, he says, even if it's difficult, even if it's hard, even if it's a mitzvot that you have to stay up all night in order to fulfill this mitzvah, or it's difficult, is that you're willing to take on even a lot of pressure and even a lot of, a lot of challenges, a lot of suffering, a lot of difficulty, and you don't even feel it because of the love of Hashem. 
It's like Yaakov and yeah. Lavan. Yeah, exactly, right. just exactly like Yaakov Avinu. You know. 22 years. Right? Yeah. Right? That's 20, 22 years. He says, I work day and I work night. And later he says to Lavan. It was like a... <laughs> no, but uh, it was like a few days. But later he says to Lavan, he says, In the middle of the day, it was boiling hot. It was uh, 150 degrees. And I did not uh, one of your... <laughs> he says, and in the middle of the night, freezing cold, freezing cold. <laughs> <laughs> from the freezing cold but he I wasn't able to sleep so this is 20 years I was doing this for you I made sure to take every single one of your sheep I didn't let and if there was any one of them that had a problem I took I, I took it upon myself I took the responsibility for it because that's love that's true love he says this is exactly It'll be like him as if it's nothing when a person goes through a difficult time. Just like somebody who loves money. Right? Even though it's very difficult and they have to push themselves very hard and go through so many challenges in order to make the deal happen, in order to, to earn their parnasa, they, they, don't like, they don't sit and, and, and not work. They love their money. They don't even, they don't, they don't even feel it. They enjoy the challenge. <laughs> that, that comes with it. He says, He said, it, it would only be enough if only a person would, would love the Torah the same as he loves his money. <laughs> if only, he said, he said, even if at the very least you made it equal, it would, it would be enough. He says, or equal to the love of his wife and his children. He says, He takes an expression from the Mishnah. It says that it says it, it should only be says that the Kohenet, the daughter of the Kohen, she comes from a, a high status family, should be as significant as as important as the Pundakit, the owner of the motel, the the Goya who owns the motel. Uh, the the Mishnah has a debate over um, uh, Rabbi Akiva says that you cannot trust the um, you cannot trust the testimony of one person you cannot trust the testimony of one woman the Torah says you're not allowed to but Chachamim said that there's one there's one exception that Chachamim made to the rule and that is if a woman's husband passes away and they want to allow her to remarry then they will accept even the testimony of one person, even the, the testimony of a woman, um, even the testimony of a goy, of a, of a goya, if it's something that seems to, to be true, if it seems to be a, a true testimony, in order to allow her to, in, in, in order to allow her to, be, to remarry. So Rabbi Akiva said, no, you don't accept the, the testimony of a woman. So Chachamim said, Rin, there's a, you know, we, we have a story that we know that it happened. It says that they went and the person's hus a woman's husband was lost. And the innkeeper, the Goya, she said, the Goya came confirm, and she said, I, confirm. she confirmed that, that she saw him dead. She confirmed that, that she saw the husband pass away. And they trusted her and they allowed the lady to remarry. So they said, He says, he says a Jewish woman, the daughter of a Kohen, and she shouldn't be as trustworthy as the, as the innkeeper, as, as this Goyah who owns the inn. It's, it's as if, uh, you know, uh, in the, the United States, 
uh, if the uh, president of one of the countries in South America, if they would deny him entry into the country. And the president says, what do you mean? Every drug dealer and uh, and, and criminal you're, you're, you're allowing inside. But the president, the head of the state, you're not going <laughs> to... You're not going to allow into your country. So <laughs> in this mashal, he's saying the Kohenet is the Torah, the Pundakit, the, the innkeeper. It says is your money and your <laughs> everything you have in this world. He says it shouldn't be at the very least. The love of the Torah should be at least equal to to, to those. <laughs> And this is how a person knows that he has come to really love Hashem and love his Creator if he would enjoy hearing his words, hearing the words of the Torah, the same way he is shalal rav, as if he found a great treasure, as if he found a great treasure. And that's, uh, and he's borrowing, of course, from Tehillim. David HaMelech says, anytime I hear your words, somebody tells me something new from the Torah, a new interpretation, a new understanding of something in the Torah, he says, I, I'm, I'm overjoyed, I'm so excited, and I'm so happy to hear it, just as if I would have found a great treasure. Ve'yakpid al ibur hazman afilu rega The person should uh, be upset over himself. He should be strict on himself, not to waste any time. He says, any, any time, a bit of his time is wasted. He should get upset. Afilu rega, he says, he shouldn't even allow even a moment to pass. Without being able to learn Torah and fulfill mitzvot to the extent of his ability. You should worry more about the time that you waste more than money. And all the money in the world can't buy you a second of time Correct. in this world. So nothing more valuable Correct. in this world than our time and the time Hashem gives us. He says it, 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 it is more valuable than pearls and, it's, and, and what, anything you want to equate to it. You can't equate to the time Hashem gives you to, to learn Torah. This is from Mishle. This is from the book of Mishle in the beginning. He says, and, and our Chachamim said in Pirkei Avot, I just keep on pointing the different books of Tanakh, just so you see that this is just in the, in the flow of his writing. He's, he's quoting Pesukim. <laughs> it's not even quoted in the book here. Right, so he says, When our Chachamim said in Pirkei Avot at the end, in Perak Vav, Woe to the creations, and woe to the Jewish people, from humiliating the Torah. How come? He says, there's no greater humiliation says, a person is able to uh, make a tremendous income. He's able to make a, 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 a tremendous amount of gain. And make his creator happy. But he doesn't care for it. It doesn't matter for him. He says, the opportunity is there. The time is there. The Torah is there. The accessibility to it is there. Everything is there for you. Everything is prepared. And a person doesn't pay attention to it. A person, he turns his head the other way. There is no greater humiliation than that. And if a person is just uh, joking around or he's wasting his time with unnesary speech, yeah, he's uh, sitting and talking about the weather. 
right? When he has the opportunity to learn Torah, Hashem says they left me the fountain of life, the source uh, uh, of waters of life, in order to go uh, dig up uh, cisterns that don't uh, that don't have any water to them, like, which we spoke about earlier. Uh, praiseworthy and happy is the person who thinks about and calculates the reward for the, each mitzvah that he does. Because one moment that a person spends learning Torah and do, doing good deeds in this world is greater than kol It's greater than all of the world to come. Because in the world to come, you can't do any more of it. You know. Uh, you, you know? <laughs> That's it. We're, we're, we're stuck once we get there. That a loss of money is worse to him than a loss of time. And a loss of time that a person could use serving Hashem and learning Torah and doing mitzvot. Right there, um, Rav Mansur one time, he said the story of a guy who was inspired one time. In the morning, he was on the train going to work. Uh, he was, uh, let's say it was an eight o'clock train. And he's listening to two guys in the other row that are having a conversation. They're just talking to each other, non-Jews. And one is saying to the other, he's telling him his daily routine. And he says, every single morning, he says, I wake up five o'clock in the morning. I play poker online for three hours, and, <laughs> and and then I get on the train to to come to work. He says he's saying to himself. He says this guy. He says he wakes up at five a.m. religiously every morning in order to play poker. He says, and I, and I'm not gonna wake up to learn Torah. I'm not gonna wake up to to go to net <laughs> to, to go to minyan. He wakes up five a.m. for poker. <laughs> so he says, And if a person uh, leaves and sets a, and puts aside uh, the service of his Creator by learning Torah or by doing any any type of mitzvah um, for for any reason, and he comes up with a reason. He says, I'm not able to. Well, Hashem is going to take that reason. He's going to measure against when you needed to make money and you had the same thing in your way. To remind you, to remind you. Hashem will use that to remind us. It looks like you love that thing more than you love Torah. Right. And any time a person works, he should think to himself, what's the purpose of my work? Right. A person can work just in order to make money. A person can work and say, I'm working so that I can serve Hashem with this money. And then the very work that he does is a service to God. Holy. Because it's holy. It's holy because what am I? What am I working for? I'm working so I could be to give parnasah to my family. It's a mitzvah to bring parnasah to your family. I'm working so I could give tzedakah, so I could be outrageously generous. So then, even the work you're doing is a is a mitzvah. Says and all a person's actions should be for the sake of heaven. As it says in Mishlei, in all of your paths. You should know him, you should know Hashem, and he will straighten all of your paths for you.
Zeklal Gadol Batorah, he says, this is a Klal Gadol, a great rule for the Torah. He says, because that way, he says, you're never going to fall in, uh, in either way. You should calculate every one of your actions. Right? With, with every type of scale. With every type of scale. He says, at any moment you have, you learn Torah, and you don't waste that moment. And now he says, and you know, there are many other loves that a person has to have, and that a person has. He says, all love should come from, and the source comes from, the love of Hashem. And it, it, it's expressed, and I have to love others and do for others as well. But where does the love of others come from that I do for others? Ultimately, comes from the love of Hashem, who wants us to be generous to others and who wants us to do for others. He says, And that's why he says, This one is first. Love of Hashem was first, and then I'm going to teach you. And then, and then I can teach you about your other loves. <laughs> so now I think. This is all love. This is, this is all love. This is all love. Now we finished. Uh, According to all versions of the book, I think we finished the, the first love of the, the next section is Ahavat Atzmo, is the love of oneself. Right? So, Are we allowed okay. to love? Oh, well, we, we have to see what Felix uh, what is going to say. That that a cliffhanger. Yeah, the cliffhanger tomorrow is going to be about Ahavat Atzmo, love of oneself. Have a wonderful day. We're going to continue tomorrow. Good health.